today. Um, as they appear to us in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, I spent um, I just not long ago uh, finished reading Chaitanya Charitamrita. It was around the same time that Guru Maharaj arrived here in town, um, which I thought was an amazing coincidence to me and um, that, I, that I finished on the day that he arrived. So um, I've just I've been absorbed in, in reading this book for um, took me four years to read it. So it's sort of fresh on my mind. I wanted to share some of these stories with you. Um, so we'll give a, uh, we'll offer some prayers of invocation and get the blessings of our guru and our guides. Om Jnana Timirandasya Gananjana Salakaya Chakshur Militam Jaina Tasmai Shri Gurupi Maha Siddhantot Palasara Nityarasikam Hamsam Vilasatmakam Odaryakya Sudama Sevakadanam Vishramba Bhakti Pradam Yachayukti Vichakshanam Tvagabido Vaisista Satya Sada Pandeham Triparari Namakayatim Sri Bhakti Vedantinam Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishna Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gortrise Namaha Namo Brahmanya Devaya Kubramana Hitayacha Jagadataya Krishnaya Govindaya Namo Namaha Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Dr. Kanchana Gorangi, Radhe Vrindavanishvari, Rishabhanu Sutta Devi Pranamami Hari Priye. So, so nice to be with all of you. It was my great pleasure. Um, so, to, we'll give a brief recap. Uh, I spoke last Saturday um, and we talked some about the pastimes of Madhavendra Puri. Um, so uh, as Madhavendra Puri had become quite advanced, he was chanting and chanting, and he had, um, he had traveled into the Braj, and he stopped there one night, and he took bath in the Govinda Kund, and as he uh, sat down to take rest underneath a tree on the bank of the Govinda Kund, a beautiful cowherd boy came, and he asked, out of Indrapuri, he says, who are, who are you and why don't you beg for something to eat and, and uh, what kind of meditation are you doing? And, uh, and Madhavendra Puri replied with his own questions like, who are you and what, what village do you live in? And Krishna responded, to, well, I'm a cowherd boy and I live in this village. And, and he says, and here I'm the authority. And um, and he gave Madhavendra Puri a, a pot of milk to drink and, uh, and said that he would return later to get the pot. And um, so Madhavendra Puri drank that milk and then he washed the pot and then he, 
he looked down the path where Krishna had or this beautiful cowherd boy um, had had uh, had disappeared down the path, and he looked for him to return to to reclaim his pot, and he never came. And then later that night, he had this profound dream where um, the deity of Gopal appeared to him and took him to a place in the jungle, and he said, "I'm." I, I live here in this bush and um, I've been here for a long time and I, I suffer the heat and the cold and I'm out here in the weather. And what I would really like is for you to come with some people and, and collect me from this bush um, and install me um, on the top of the Govardhan Hill. So um, Madhavendra Puri went into the Govardhan village the following day and um, and gathered some of uh, the bridge bossies and um, and went and found the deity and um, carried him to the top of Govardhan Hill and installed him there. And they, for many days, they performed the Anakut ceremony. And uh, all the villagers of uh, Govardhan Village, they brought their stocks of grain and milk and sweets and and uh, mounds of rice, and they offered those things to the Gopal deity, and he was bathed in, with water and uh, panchagavya and scented oils, and um, the, the worship of uh, the Gopal deity went on like that for many days as the surrounding villages, um, right. the surrounding villagers had heard about that, and um, they brought their stocks of grain, and I, I was thinking that while the, um, when we say that like the surrounding villagers, we mean like the the people who live in Mahavan, Talavan, Bahulavan, um, so all the other, the, those villagers mean the the bridge bossies. All different types of bridge bossies came and they worshipped the Gopal deity, and then um, by the, the strength of Madhavendra Puri. Um, one um, wealthy Satria built a beautiful temple there, and um, some Brahmins from Bengal came, and Madhavendra Puri uh, engaged those, initiated those Brahmins, and um, and the the worship of Gopal continued there for a long, long time, and um, so we honor that Gopal Nakji Kijai, and. Um, and so today, um, I wanted to, to sort of uh, I wanted to pick up in a little bit different in a little bit different place. We we pick up um, where the hero of our story, um, Lord Chaitanya, is there um, in Jagannath Puri. So this story. Um, This story is from the from the Madhya Lila, uh, chapter 17 through 20. This is chapter 17. The Lord travels to Vrindavan. So I wanted to. This is one of my one of my favorite chapters. Uh, the beautiful story. Lord Chaitanya had wanted to go to Vrindavan many times. Um, he always hankered to go to Vrindavan, and. Um, 
there, there are a lot of different ways in which he didn't get to go, but this, this chapter reveals to us the, well, the occasion when Lord Chaitanya did travel to Vrindavan. And um, so uh, this is text three. When autumn arrived, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's autumn now also. When autumn arrived, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu decided to go to Vrindavan. In a solitary place, he consulted with Ramananda Roy and Svarup Damodar Goswami. Excuse me just one second. Hey, baby. Ah, excuse me, I have a, there's a machine that makes noise in our house. Hang on just one second. Excuse me. Some people pay big money for white noise machines. For me, it's uh, sort of a pet peeve. We have an air purifier that makes a white noise. So I had to turn that off. Um, so Lord Chaitanya says, I'll sh I shall leave early in the morning and I shall go incognito and I'll take the road through the forest and I shall go alone and I won't take anyone with me. Um, if someone wants to follow me, please stop him. I don't want anyone to go with me. So Lord Chaitanya had heard earlier from Srila Sanatana Goswami um, because Lord Chaitanya had a, a big crowd. Of course, he's a profoundly uh, charismatic person and uh, always had a, a crowd around him. And, Lord, and Sanatana Goswami advised him, if you, excuse me, if you go to, it wouldn't be, a, it's not really appropriate for you to go to Vrindavan with a, a big group of followers, it wouldn't it wouldn't be good politically, and it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't be good for for you as a practitioner to go there uh, with a, with such a big crowd. And uh, so that that had happened, and he had been uh, discouraged from going uh, to Vrindavan. Everyone wanted Lord Chaitanya to stay with them. Uh, you can, we can only imagine the profound feelings of attachment that they had for Lord Chaitanya when he was there. And they didn't want for him to leave. They didn't want for him to go to Vrindavan. And they would always say, you know, stay another five to seven days. And um, so he'd been hampered from going in a lot of ways. So Lord Chaitanya says, please give me your permission uh, with great pleasure and do not be unhappy. If you are happy, then I will be happy on my way to Vrindavan. And Ramananda Roy and Svarup Damodar eventually acquiesced. And they said, dear Lord, please hear our, our one petition. Um, you've said that, that your happiness, that our happiness is your happiness. And so we, we make one request. And if, we, if you'll accept our request, then we'll be happy. And we know that you'll be happy. So we ask that you please take one very nice Brahmana with you. He can collect alms for you. He can cook for you. He can give you prasadam and carry your water pot while traveling. When you go through the jungle, there won't be anyone to, to, to necessarily beg from. There won't be able to, there won't be places where you can stop. And if you, if you take this one Brahmana with you, then he can help make the practical arrangements for you. 
Um, so I should, I guess I should pause. So in, in Lord Chaitanya's uh, travels to South India, he had taken this devotee Kalakrishna Das. And Kalakrishna Das had been recommended for this job by Nityananda Prabhu. And he traveled with Lord Chaitanya all through South India. It was a long tour. And, um, but there were some, there was a group of gypsies. I think they were called the Bata, Bataharis, Bataharis. And, um, and I think on one occasion, Kala Krishnadas had been compelled by uh, one of those, one of those women to come and go on a date with her or something to that effect. And Lord Chaitanya had to go and, and save him and um, had to go and take him back from there and drag him back and correct him. And I, I think that Lord Chaitanya didn't necessarily want to have to go through uh, rescuing his servant like that again. Um, so we, we, we definitely want to honor Kala Krishnadas. Uh, we can't imagine his good fortune, uh, even though he ran upon somewhat of a complicated situation and he was chastised by Lord Chaitanya. We, we can't imagine uh, the kind of good fortune that he experienced while touring with Lord Chaitanya. And then in spite of being chastised by Lord Chaitanya, when he got back, uh, Lord Nityananda engaged Kala Krishna Das in going uh, back to Navadweep and, and telling the devotees that Lord Chaitanya had returned uh, from his tour. Uh, and all the devotees there were, were very pleased to see him. Uh, so we're reminded of that story as we think about Lord Chaitanya finding a servant to travel with. Um, so Lord Chaitanya says, well, if uh, I, I don't want to travel with anybody because if I, if I, put, uh, if I pick somebody uh, from the group, then the other's feelings might be hurt. They'll, everybody wants to go and I'm not going to take anybody. So it's a little bit complicated. So he says, such a person must be a new man and he must have a peaceful mind. And if I can obtain such a man, I shall agree to take him with me. And Svarup Damodar then said, here is Balabhadra Bhattacharya, who has a great love for you. He is an honest, learned scholar, and he is advanced in spiritual consciousness. So we're, we're seeing the, the beginning of Lord Chaitanya's uh, associates uh, who are going to accompany him uh, through Jari Khand and, and through Vrindavan. And um, in the beginning, he came with you from Bengal. It is his desire to visit and see all the holy places of pilgrimage. In addition, you may take another Brahmin who will act as a servant en route and make arrangements for your food. If you can also take him with you, we will be very happy. If two people go with you through the jungle, there will certainly be no difficulty or inconvenience. The other Brahmin, can carry your cloth and water pot, and Balabhadra Bhattacharya will collect alms and cook for you. So, we, uh, in this story, we, we come across some associates of Lord Chaitanya who are unnamed. Krishna Das Kaviraj doesn't, doesn't reveal those names for whatever reason. Um, so, we, in the course of reading Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, we, we get some knowledge and some attachment, some attraction for these associates of Lord Chaitanya, and some of them are unnamed persons. 
Thus, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted the request of Swarup Damodar and agreed to take Balabhadra Bhattacharya with him. On the previous night, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had visited the temple of Jagannath and taken permission from Lord Jagannath to travel to Vrindavan. And he got up early, early in the morning and he departed early with Balabhadra Bhattacharya and this other unnamed glorious associate and not seen by anyone else. And when the other devotees awake, they look for him in great anxiety. And then um, they started to go after him uh, a short distance. And then knowing that Lord Chaitanya, knowing his mind and knowing his intention, they stopped and, and allowed him to go. Um, and Lord Chaitanya avoided the public road and took the road through the forest. And um, so as the, all of you probably are familiar with this story somewhat, this portion of the story, when the Lord passed through the jungle in great ecstasy, packs of tigers, elephants, rhinoceros, and boars came, and the Lord passed right through them. Balabhadra Bhattacharya was very much afraid to see them, but by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's influence, all the animals stood to one side. And of course, you, we've heard the famous story of the, the tigers are coming and the deer are coming and the tigers are kissing the deer and the deer are kissing the tigers and everybody's safe and everybody's jubilantly chanting and dancing. While the Lord was bathing and murmuring the Gayatri mantra, the elephants came before him. The Lord immediately splashed some water on the elephants and asked them to chant the name of Krishna. The elephants whose bodies were touched by the water splashed by the Lord began to chant Krishna, Krishna, and dance and sing in ecstasy. Some of the elephants fell to the ground and some screamed in ecstasy. Seeing this, Balabhadra Bhattacharya was completely astonished. So Lord Chaitanya and Balabhadra Bhattacharya and the other glorious devotee, they're passing through the Jari Kund forest and they're chanting Hare Krishna. You can just imagine every, as they, Lord Chaitanya is probably chanting some japa as he's walking. And in the, in the evening, they're, maybe they're having some kirtan together. So the Lord did not always manifest his ecstasy. Being afraid of a great assembly of people, the Lord kept his ecstasy concealed. Although Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not manifest his natural ecstatic love, everyone became a pure devotee simply by seeing and hearing him. In this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally toured Bengal, East Bengal, Orissa, and the Southern countries, and he delivered all kinds of people by spreading Krishna consciousness. Bear with me just a moment. And Balabhadra used to, he used to collect all kinds of alms from, from different people that it, they passed by. And he used to cook all kinds of things. 
uh, and he would keep a stock of grain for two to four days and he would collect some roots and fruits from the forest and he would he would cook those for Lord Chaitanya. Uh, and Balabhadra Bhattacharya was so affectionate to the Lord that he was rendering service just like a menial servant and his assistant Brahman carried the water pot and the Lord's garments. I was telling our friend that Atmananda one time as I was reading this chapter that Lord Chaitanya was there and he would he would bathe in the different rivers and he would bathe in the waterfalls and uh, Balabhadra Bhattacharya and this other devotee they would collect firewood and um, and that's how they would live as they as they traveled this distance um, from Jagannath Puri to Vrindavan and um, and our friend Atmananda he said yeah, Lord Chaitanya was very happy. He said it was just like camping, and Lord Chaitanya liked that very much. So there's there are several beautiful sections, and I'll share those with you today. Uh, Martin, I hope that you'll bear with me as I do some reading, and uh, the rest of you will indulge me in my uh, reading of some of this, but the, there's some beautiful stuff here. So, so Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then embraced Balabhadra Bhattacharya and told him, it is only by your kindness that I am now so happy. Balabhadra Bhattacharya replied, my dear Lord, you are Krishna himself and therefore you are merciful. I'm a fallen living entity, but you have bestowed a great favor upon me. I'm most fallen, yet you have brought me with you, showing me great mercy. You have accepted food prepared by me. You have made me your carrier, Garuda, although I am no better than a condemned crow. Thus, you are the independent personality of Godhead, the original Lord. The beautiful comparison, comparing himself to Garuda. And then this verse is quoted, Krishna Das Kaviraj quotes a famous verse uh, spoken by Balabhadra Bhattacharya. Mukam karoti vachalam, pangum langayate girim, yat kripa tamaham bandi, paramananda madhavam. A little bit different than we hear it sometimes. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has the form of Satchitananda Vigraha, transcendental bliss, knowledge, and eternity. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him who turns the dumb into eloquent speakers and enables the lame to cross mountains. Such is the mercy of the Lord. Finally, the Lord arrived with great happiness at the holy place called Kashi. And there he took his bath in the, in the bathing ghat known as Mani Karnika. At that time, Tapan Mishra was taking his bath in the Ganges and was astonished to see the Lord there. So there's quite a bit that happens between Tapan Mishra and Chandra Shekhar, who are living there in Kashi, who was sent there by Lord Chaitanya earlier on. And I, th I don't think there were other devotees who were living there, but they, they were sent there for a reason so that in the future, Lord Chaitanya would come and he would stay there. And then we have the, the pastimes of 
Lord Chaitanya and Prakashananda Sarasvati. So as the Lord approached the Mathura district, he began to see the Jamuna. And as we hear in later pastimes, um, the Lord would see other things. He would see other places and believe them to be Vrindavan. Sometimes he would, uh, the famous story of the, uh, the Lord running into the ocean, thinking it to be the Jamuna. Uh, running off other places, believing them to be places in Vrindavan. And so when he saw the actual Jamuna, he threw himself in and Balabhadra Bhattacharya would go in and carefully collect him and pick him up and bring him out of the water. And so that, that happened several times. And then he, he would immediately jump in, falling unconscious in the water in the ecstasy of love of Krishna. And when he approached Mathura, he saw the city and immediately fell to the ground and offered obeisances with great ecstatic love. So when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu entered the city of Mathura, he took his bath at Vishramgat. He then visited the birthplace of Krishna and saw the deity named Keshavachi. He offered his respectful obeisances to this deity. And Srila Prabhupada writes in the purport, at the present moment, the temple of Keshavaji is very much improved. Um, at some time in the past, this temple was attacked by the, uh, the emperor Aurangzeb. Some of you may have heard of him. He's a sort of a famous bad guy uh, to some of the, to the Hindu people in the area. And he would attack places and mess up the temples and give people trouble. Um, but from what I understood, from what Srila Prabhupada saying, at least at the time, and some of you may have, some of you may have been there, uh, that the temple is, uh, is attracting many foreign visitors. And so I, I, I assume it's, it's still there. It's still a, an active place somewhere where Lord Chaitanya had personally been. So when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted and danced and made loud vibrations, all the people were astonished to see his ecstatic love. One Brahmin fell at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya and then began to dance with him in ecstatic love. The two of them danced in ecstatic love and embraced each other. Raising their arms, they said, Hari, chant the names of Hari and Krishna. And all the people then began to chant and there was a great uproar. And the priest in Lord Keshava's service offered Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu a garland. And when the people saw this, they were struck with wonder. And they, they thought, such transcendental love is never an ordinary thing. So this one Brahmin, 
that had danced with Lord Chaitanya in ecstatic love, he was later pulled aside by Lord Chaitanya. And, um, and Lord Chaitanya wanted to ask him some questions. Um, his behavior and his mood seemed a little uncommon. And, um, and so Lord Chaitanya asked, so he said, you are an elderly Brahmin. You are sincere and you are advanced in spiritual life. Where from have you gotten this transcendental opulence of ecstatic love for Krishna? And the Brahmin replied, His Holiness, Srila Madhavendra Puri, came to the city of Mathura while he was on tour. And while in Mathura, uh, Sripad Madhavendra Puri, he stopped at my house and he even took lunch there. Um, after installing the deity of Gopal, Srila Madhavendra Puri rendered him service and that very deity is still being worshipped at Govardhan Hill. And when Lord Chaitanya heard, heard about Madhavendra Puri's relationship with the Brahmin, he immediately offered obeisances at his feet. Becoming fearful, the Brahmin also immediately fell at the Lord's feet. So this person is, a, is one of the disciples of Madhavendra Puri, um, just like Lord Chaitanya's own spiritual master, Isvara Puri, is one of the disciples of Madhavendra Puri. Advaita Acharya and Nityananda are also disciples of Madhavendra Puri. And Madhavendra Puri uh, is said to be the, um, the root out of which the, uh, the tree of Lord Chaitanya grows. There's a, it's a little difficult to understand. It's a little bit esoteric, this, this whole tree, but the, the this Krishna Prema that is a, that's especially given by Lord Chaitanya, that that mood of love seems to appear in the world uh, around the time of Madhavendra Puri. So a really special personality. And so uh, I would think would be uh, an awesome person for Lord Chaitanya to meet um, as he's arriving in the Mathura district. Lord Chaitanya said, you are on the platform of my spiritual master, and I'm your disciple. Um, since you are my spiritual master, it is not befitting that you offer me obeisances. Upon hearing this, the Brahmin became a little afraid. He said, why do you speak like this? You are a sannyasi. Lord Chaitanya responded, upon seeing your ecstatic love, I can just imagine that you must have some relationship with Madhavendra Puri. This is my understanding. This kind of ecstatic love can be experienced only when one has a relationship with Madhavendra Puri. Without him, even a scent of such transcendental ecstatic love is impossible. Balabhadra Bhattacharya then explained the relationship between Madhavendra Puri and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And after hearing this, the Brahmana became very pleased and began to dance. Um, So this Brahmana is another glorious unnamed personality um, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, but he's a he's from a, an area called the Sanodia Brahman community. So I, for myself, I refer to I refer to this person as the Sanodia Brahman, uh, this disciple of Madhavendra Puri. So now, Lord Chaitanya. Uh, his group of uh, traveling companions has grown uh, from what he uh, started with in Jagannath Puri with Balabhadra Bhattacharya. 
and some other unnamed devotee. And now we have the Sanodiya Brahman. Um, so now this person, this Sanodiya Brahman, he's a, a resident of, of the Braj. Um, and so, and a disciple of Madhavendra Puri. So it's just, it's just interesting to think about the, this group of traveling companions and how they, how they started and how they've grown as the Lord has entered into the Vrindavan district. So at the home of the Sanodiya Brahman, Lord Chaitanya took lunch. Um, but Lord Chaitanya had, for lack of a better term, Lord Chaitanya had already exposed himself there in Mathura. Um, he'd already been chanting and dancing in ecstasy. So the people residing in Mathura, they came to the home of the Sanodiya Brahman. And people came by the hundreds of thousands. And Lord Chaitanya, he, he came out of the house and to give and gave them an audience. When the people assembled, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu raised his arms and said very loudly, Haribo! And the people responded to the Lord and became ecstatic. As if mad, they began to dance and vibrate the transcendental sound, Hari. So Lord Chaitanya, he toured all through the forest, um, and all the different ghats and all the different pilgrimage places. Brigupad was so kind to take us on this transcendental tour of uh, Govardhan. And uh, so the Sanodiya, in, in a similar way, Sanod, the Sanodiya Brahman was the transcendental tour guide for Lord Chaitanya as he entered, uh, entered Vrindavan. So there, all these are, all these wonderful places are listed. Uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and expanded on uh, by Srila Prabhupada. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited the different forests, including Madhuban, Talavan, Kamudavan, and Bahulavan. And wherever he went, he took his bath with great ecstatic love. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu passed through Vrindavan, herds of grazing cows saw him pass and immediately surrounding him, began to move very loudly. Seeing the herds approach him, the Lord was stunned with great ecstatic love. The cows then began to lick his body out of great affection. Becoming pacified, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to caress the cows and the cows, being unable to give up his company, went with him. So I think this story is really interesting. Our Guru Maharaj Tripurari Swami, he often says, and we discuss when we begin a discussion of Krishna in Vrindavan, the, the, the appropriate entry portal is by discussion of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And here in this pastime, we have a, a merging of the two. We have Lord Chaitanya traveling in, the, in Vrindavan, visiting village to village and being surrounded by the cow. So there's a, a beautiful merger, a beautiful confluence of, of these two pastimes here. Um, in the Lord travels to Vrindavan.
So all of the inhabitants of Vrindavan, the, the, the birds and the deer and the bees and the trees and the creepers and all the moving and non-moving entities of Vrindavan, they became very jubilant to see the Lord. And Lord Chaitanya began to sport with him exactly as a friend sports with his friends. And thus he voluntarily came under their control of his friends. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to embrace each and every tree and creeper, and they began to offer their fruits and flowers as if in meditation. I wanted to read this section also. When a male and female parrot appeared on the branches of a tree, the Lord saw them and wanted to hear them speak. Both parrots flew onto the hand of the Lord and began to chant the transcendental qualities of Krishna, and the Lord listened to them. The male parrot sang, The glorification of Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is beneficial to everyone in the universe. His beauty is victorious over the gopis of Vrindavan, and it subdues their patience. His pastimes astound the goddess of fortune, and his bodily strength turns Govardhan Hill into a small, toy-like ball. His spotless qualities are unlimited, and his behavior satisfies everyone. Lord Krishna is attractive to everyone. Oh, may our Lord maintain the whole universe. After hearing this description of Lord Krishna from the male parrot, the female parrot began to recite a description of Srimati Radharani. The female parrot said, Srimati Radharani's affection, her exquisite beauty and good behavior, her artistic dancing and chanting and her poetic compositions are all so attractive that they attract the mind of Krishna who attracts the mind of everyone in the universe. Thereafter, the male parrot said, Krishna is the enchanter of the mind of Cupid. He then began to recite another verse. The male parrot then said, My dear, sorry, female parrot, Sri Krishna carries a flute and enchants the hearts of all women throughout the universe. He is specifically the enjoyer of the beautiful gopis, and the, he is the enchanter of Cupid also. Let him be glorified. Then the female parrot began to speak jokingly to the male parrot, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was struck with wonderful, ecstatic love to hear her speak. The female parrot said, when Lord Krishna is with Radharani, he is the enchanter of Cupid. Otherwise, when he is alone, he himself is enchanted by erotic feelings, even though he enchants the whole universe. And then both parrots flew onto the branch of a tree and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to watch the dancing of the peacocks. Uh, I, I wanted to share that bit of poetry. There's a, if, I, if, I, if I get my timing right, we'll, we'll share one other bit of poetry. I'm a, I'm a little off schedule. So we have our four characters, the Sanodiya Brahman and Balabhadra Bhattacharya and another Brahman and Lord Chaitanya, they're traveling through Vrindavan. And everywhere they went, 
they chanted and danced in ecstasy. And when Lord Chaitanya arrived in Aritgram, his sense perception was awakened. Sri Chaitanya asked the local people, where is Radha Kund? And no one could inform him. And the Sanadiya Brahmin uh, didn't know either. Um, the Lord then understood that the holy place called Radha Kund was no longer visible. However, being the omniscient supreme personality of Godhead, he discovered Radha Kund and Shama Kund in two paddy fields. There was only a little water, but he took his bath there. And the villagers were astonished to see such things. Just as Srimati Radharani is most dear to Lord Krishna, so her lake, known as Radha Kund, is also very dear to him. Of all the gopis, Srimati Radharani is certainly the most beloved. And some beautiful verses glorifying Radha Kund. From Radha Kund, Sri Chaitanya Mah Mahaprabhu went to the Sumana's lake. When he saw Govardhan Hill from there, he was overwhelmed with joy. When the Lord saw Govardhan Hill, he immediately offered obeisances, falling down like a rod. He embraced one piece of rock from Govardhan Hill and became mad. Mad with ecstatic love, the Lord came to the village known as Govardhan, and there he saw the deity named Hari Dave and offered him his obeisances. So this is one place uh, Brigupad mentioned in his transcendental tour. And uh, if I remember correctly, he was saying that this is the appropriate place for one to begin their Govardhan Parikram is there at the temple of Haridev, who is an incarnation of Narayan and his residence is on the Western petal of the Lotus of Vrindavan. Uh, that night, the Lord stayed at the temple of Haridev, and he was thinking to himself, since Govardhan Hill um, is the same as Krishna, then how, how is it going to be possible for me to see the Gopal deity? Um, and the Gopal deity, being both omniscient and magnanimous, knew the mind of Lord Chaitanya, and he made arrangements, uh, transcendental arrangements, as deities sometimes will. Um, and he was taken by the Pujaris um, of that Gopal temple uh, to a place named Ganthuli Gram. Um, And so I had asked in the in one of the purports to um, to Chaitanya Charitamrita, it says that in Ganthuli Gram, uh, that this is the initial meeting place of Radha and Krishna. And I asked Guru Maharaj about this once on in his Sunday call, and. He encouraged me to to try to understand that um, that these pastimes of Radha and Krishna meeting um, they aren't given exactly in a in a chronological order, and that I should try to 
rather than try to see them in a chronological way or in a historical way, should I should try to understand them in the sense of what are the feelings that Radha and Krishna meet again and again for the first time. That's one of the qualities or characteristics of Krishna is that he's ever fresh and that meeting him um, even after repeated times is, is similar to meeting him for the first time. Um, So Lord Chaitanya, of course, got the darshan, the audience of the Gopal deity. And the following morning, he took his bath in the Manasa Ganga. He then circumambulated Govardhan Hill. And just by seeing Govardhan Hill, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became ecstatic with love of Krishna. And dancing and dancing, he recited the following verse. The, of course, it's a very famous verse. And I'll read the, I'll read the English. Maybe it sounds a little a little easier for me. Of all the devotees, this Govardhan hill is the best. Oh, my friends, this hill supplies Krishna and Balaram, as well as their calves, cows, and cowherd friends with all kinds of necessities. Water for drinking, very soft grass, caves, fruits, flowers, and vegetables. In this way, the hill offers respect to the Lord. Being touched by the lotus feet of Krishna and Balaram, Govardhan Hill appears very jubilant. The quotation from Sri Mad Bhagavatam, uh, spoken by the gopis when Lord Krishna and Balaram entered the forest in the autumn. Then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then took his bath in a lake called Govindakund, and while he was there, he heard that the Gopal deity had already gone to Ganthuli Gram. So this Govinda Kund is the same, the same Kund where, um, where Madhavendra Puri had taken his bath when he arrived in Vrindavan. And some of the, the women of Vrindavan had seen him and they went back uh, and they told Krishna, there's a, there's a sadhu and he's visiting us. He's staying under a tree on the bank of the Govinda Kund. And maybe you should take him some milk. He might be fasting. So Lord Chaitanya is taking bath there as well. Lord Chaitanya went to the village of Ganthuli Gram and overwhelmed by ecstatic love, he began to chant and dance. As soon as the Lord saw the beauty of the Gopal deity, he was immediately overwhelmed by ecstatic love and he recited the following verse. He then chanted and danced until the day ended. There's a beautiful verse. Uh, beautiful benediction verse. Lord Chaitanya said, may the left arm of Sri Krishna, whose eyes are like the petals of a lotus flower, always protect you. With his left arm, he raised Govardhan Hill as if it were a toy. And Lord Chaitanya stayed there in the Ganthuli Gram in the darshan of the Gopal deity for three days. And then on the fourth day, the deity returned to his own temple. And Lord Chaitanya walked with the, the devotees and the deity in a procession as they carried the, the, the deity of Gopal back to Govardhan Hill. And then the Gopal deity returned to his own temple and Lord Chaitanya remained at the bottom of the hill. Thus all the desires of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were satisfied by the Gopal deity.
So I'll read just a little bit more. I've got just a few minutes. Um, I had one other pastime that I, I might get into just a little bit. This is the way of Lord Gopal's kind behavior to his devotees. Seeing this, the devotees were overwhelmed by ecstatic love. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very eager to see Gopal, but he did not want to climb Govardhan Hill. Therefore, by some trick, the Gopal deity personally descended. In this way, giving some excuse, Gopal sometimes remains in the bushes of the forest, and sometimes he stays in a village. The two brothers, Rupa and Sanatan, did not climb the hill. To them also, Lord Gopal granted an interview. In, a, in his ripe old age, Srila Rupa Goswami could not go there, but he had a desire to see the beauty of Gopal. Srila Rupa Goswami and his associates stayed in Mathura for one month and saw the Gopal deity. So, um, amazing things happen for uh, for these devotees who are so surrendered to Krishna. Um, just like Lord Chaitanya, the, the Gopal deity, descended from uh, from the temple on top of Govardhan Hill. The same, a similar thing happened for Rupa Goswami. I um, just wanted to share just a little bit uh, about some of the devotees who were there. Um, because of, um, who were the associates of Rupa and Sanatan? Um, the following Vaishnavas, I'll read, I'll read you this verse. These are some of the devotees who were, who were there in Ganthuli Gram to get the association and the darshan of the Gopal deity with Rupa Goswami. The following Vaishnavas were present with Srila Rupa Goswami, the merciful Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Bugarba Goswami, Sri Lokanath Goswami, and um, so Ashram Maharaj often says that there were other devotees who were there in Vrindavan with the six Goswamis. And two of those primary persons are Bhugarbha Goswami and Lokanath Goswami. Sri Madhava, Sri Paramananda Bhattacharya, Sri Madhu Pandit, uh, Premi Krishnadas, Krishnadas Brahmachari, Yadava Acharya, the merciful Narayan, Sri Pundarikaksha Goswami, Govinda, Ishan, Sri Govinda, the magnanimous Vani Krishnadas, Sri Uddhava, who occasionally had visited Bengal, Dvijahari Das, Krishnadas Kaviraj, Sri Gopal Das, Sri Gopal Madhava, and many others. So I just wanted to point out that the name Krishnadas Kaviraj appears in this list. He was one of the, the primary characters who was there with the six Goswamis. And that he was, though he, he there's not a verse in this, in this section where he describes how he was there also to take darshan of the Gopal deity, Krishnadas Kaviraj was there with Rupa Goswami and all these other glorious devotees. So. Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami Kijai. So we had just a few more minutes. Looks like we've got eight or nine minutes. And if any of you have heard my classes, you know I like to talk a lot, read a lot, and um, 
run out the clock here. We've got just a few more moments. Um, so we go to another spot. Uh, I think we return to, no, 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 no. Here we're, we're going to Anchalila. So in this Anchalila, um, Lord Chaitanya um, has already gone through a lot. The, the majority of, of Lord, the Lord's pastimes have already uh, been played out. Uh, his youthful pastimes as Nimai Pandit, uh, his marriages, um, the, all of the pastimes at the home of Sri Vastakur, um, his conversions of so many cool people. Um, and now we're, we're really closing in where Lord Chaitanya is uh, becoming absorbed in his own mood. He's becoming absorbed in the, in the mood of Sri Mati Radharani. And um, there's a lot of really beautiful stuff um, that's described here. This is the 14th chapter of the Anchalila. It's called the Lord's Feelings of Separation. And um, this is something that I don't understand a lot about, uh, but there, evidently there is a, a high tide and a low tide between separation and union. And somehow our part of their, what Guru Maharaj calls our, our windows of our opportunity um, and our portals of entry, um, they happen at the, um, in this feeling of separation. So a lot of what goes on when we hear about uh, Lord Chaitanya, he's there with Farooq Damodar, uh, Ramananda Roy, and, um, and other devotees are, aren't so prominent there anymore. Um, most notably, of course, is Gadadhar Pandit. Um, Guru Maharaj has talked a lot about Gadadhar Pandit and his pastimes in, in, in the in relation with Lord Chaitanya and how he's receding to the background. And, um, and Lord Chaitanya is becoming immersed in these moods of separation from Krishna. And um, so I want to go through this story just very quickly. You guys will bear with me just for a moment. So Lord Chaitanya was, uh, at the time, he was uh, visiting... Um, daily or almost daily the the temple of juggernaut and he was seeing the deity of juggernaut as krishna himself he was seeing krishna uh, with with two arms and playing a flute and uh, so things are really getting esoteric for lord chaitanya at that point in his life he's living in the gambira and um so uh one day um Lord Chaitanya was viewing uh, Lord Jagannath, and as he viewed Lord Jagannath from behind the Garuda column, hundreds of thousands of hundreds and thousands of people in front of him were seeing the deity. And suddenly, a woman from Orissa, unable to see Lord Jagannath, climbed up the Garuda column and stepped off onto Lord Chaitanya's shoulder. And when he saw this, uh, Lord Chaitanya's personal servant Govinda who is also one of the, the disciples of Ishvara Puri, one of, one of Lord Chaitanya's god brothers. He, got, he hastily got her down from her position and Lord Chaitanya chastised him for this. And uh, interesting to hear somebody that we, that we revere, we hope to emulate, we would you know, give our left arm to be 
in such a position to hear him chastised. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to Govinda, O Adivasya, uncivilized man, do not forbid this woman to climb the Garuda Stamba. Let her see Lord Jagannath to her full satisfaction. When the woman came to her senses, however, she quickly climbed back down and seeing Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu immediately begged forgiveness. Seeing the woman's eagerness, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Lord Jagannath has not bestowed so much eagerness upon me. She has fully absorbed her body, mind, and life in Lord Jagannath, and therefore she was unaware that she was put, putting her foot on my shoulder. Alas, how fortunate this woman is. I pray at her feet that she favor me with great eagerness to see Lord Jagannath. So, Last week, we spoke just a little bit about Madhavinder Puri and his deep um, meditation and on chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, chanting Krishna's names and thinking about remembering Krishna's pastimes and how at times he didn't know whether it was day or night. And, um, and so we see Lord Chaitanya here is entering a similar thing. And so Lord Chaitanya is in a, sometimes he's in a mood of internal consciousness. And sometimes he's in a mood of semi-internal and external consciousness, and sometimes he returns to external consciousness. So uh, it's described not nicely that it, during the day, Lord Chaitanya would host visitors and maybe he's still chanting Hare Krishna, and discussing uh, with a, a variety of devotees. But then at night, um, the ecstasy of his mind would, would sometimes overwhelm him. The feelings of separation would overwhelm him. And he would take shelter in Sparut Damodar and Ramananda Roy and disclose these secret treasures uh, to those devotees. Um, and Lord Chaitanya said to them, at first my mind somehow achieved the treasure of Krishna but it again lost him. Therefore, it gave up my body and home because of lamentation and accepted the religious principles of a Kapalika yogi. Then my mind went to Vrindavan with its disciples, its senses. Having lost this, having lost the acquired gem, the vision of, of Lord Krishna, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became overwhelmed with lamentation by remembering its attributes. Then grasping the necks of Ramananda Roy and Svarup Damodar, he cried, alas, where is my Lord Hari? Where is Hari? And finally he became restless and lost all patience. If you'll bear with me just a few moments, I'll share the some beautiful poetry of Lord Chaitanya. My dear friends, he said, please hear of Krishna's sweetness. Because of a great desire for that sweetness, my mind has given up all social and Vedic religious principles and taken to the profession of begging exactly like a mystic yogi. The ring of Krishna's Rasalila, manufactured by Shukadev Goswami, 
the most auspicious craftsman, is as pure as an earring made from a conch shell. The yogi of my mind is wearing that earring upon his ear. From a gourd he has carved out of the bowl of my aspirations. He has taken the bag of my expectations on his shoulder. So Lord Chaitanya is describing how his mind has become detached from the body, uh, Lord Chaitanya's body and Lord Chaitanya's senses. His mind has become uh, a yogi in this comparison, in this metaphor. The yogi of my mind wears the torn quilt of anxiety on his dirty body, which is covered with dust and ashes. His only words are, alas, Krishna. He wears the 12 bangles of distress on his wrist and a turban of greed on his head. Because he has not eaten anything, he is very thin. The great yogi of my mind always studies the poetry and discussions of Lord Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes. In Srimad Bhagavatam and other scriptures, great saintly yogis like Vyasadeva and Shukadeva Goswami have described Lord Krishna as the super soul beyond all material contamination. The mystic yogi of my mind has assumed the name Mahabola, which means Mahabola means a great mendicant, and made disciples of my ten senses. Thus my mind has gone to Vrindavan, leaving aside the home of my body and the great treasure of material enjoyment. In Vrindavan, he goes from door to door, begging alms with all his disciples. He begs from both the moving and the inert inhabitants, the citizens, the trees, and the creepers. In this way, he lives on fruits, roots, and leaves. The gopis of Vrajabhumi always taste the nectar of Krishna's attributes, his beauty, his sweetness, his aroma, the sound of his flute, and the touch of his body. My mind's five disciples, the senses of perception, gather the remnants of that nectar from the gopis and bring them to the yogi of my mind. The senses maintain their lives by eating those remnants. There is a solitary garden where Krishna enjoys his pastimes. And in one corner of a pavilion in that garden, the yogi of my mind, along with his disciples, practices mystic yoga. Wanting to see Krishna directly, this yogi remains awake throughout the night, meditating on Krishna, who is a super soul, uncontaminated by the three modes of nature. And he goes on for a few more verses, but I just wanted to share as a a little bit about this mood of, of Lord Krishna, because later on in the story, um, Lord Krishna is going to, I'm sorry, Lord Jaitanya, Lord Jaitanya is going to see Govardhan Hill um, while he's in um, Jagannath Puri, and he sees the Govardhan Hill um, as the sand dune Chataka Parvata, and he rushes uh, toward that Govardhan Hill, and he repeats the, this beautiful verse about Govardhan Hill being the best of the servants of Lord Hari. Um, but he, the, um, 
his mind is quite absorbed in this mood of separation when the when these profound changes are happening. So anyway, I think uh, I think I'll stop there. Um, I've gone over time just a little bit. Um, my many thanks to all of you for your association. Uh, thank you very much to Martin for uh, translating and for uh, Sakirati and Shamananda for hosting. Uh, very nice to be with all of you. And uh, if any of you have any questions or comments, I'd be happy to, to try and field any of those things at this point. And uh, so nice to see all of you. I look forward to being with all of you tomorrow. Guru Maharaj will be here and we can ask him lots of cool questions and, and hear. Uh, There's a question in the chat. Okay, let's see. Let's see what we got in the chat. Oh. My computer at work is a touch screen and my computer at home is not. Which verses are the one you read about Lord Chaitanya's senses? Oh, goodness. Um, so these verses, um, they're in the Anchalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Whose question? I, did, I missed it. Let me go back. Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So Carolina, uh, these these verses are, are found in Chaitanya Charitamrita in, in the last part, in the Antilila. Um, so they um, they come in chapter 14. And these are these are the Lord's feelings of separation. Um, let's see. So it's like. So uh, the story of the, the woman from the Garuda column, that story is from text 23. And then I read up through, um, about text 54. Um, Text 54 itself, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was overwhelmed night and day by these 10 ecstatic conditions. Whenever such symptoms arose, his mind became unsteady. It's a, it's a beautiful story. Um, maybe I'll read it again someday. Um, but Lord Chaitanya, you know, as Guru Maharaj points out a few times, like Lord Chaitanya who's the, who is Vishvambar, he's the, the support and the maintainer of the whole universe. He, when he enters in these, these moods of separation, he's, um, he's in a, he's in a quite a fragile state. Um, so quite a, a powerful person. And at the same time, interesting to see him become so vulnerable, uh, based on his, you know, deep feelings of separation from Krishna, the transformation of his life. And so, Anyway, there's a lot of a lot more good stuff. I have a I have a question for Guru Maharaj tomorrow about about what happens to Lord Chaitanya when he when he sees the Govardhan Hill. I didn't get there today. Um, I was hoping to get there about when he when he gets to Govardhan Hill and um, 
so he he falls into a trance and and basically he enters the leela and um and when he enters that leela he um he's met by some of the other gopis and when radha and krishna enter the cave there are some gopis there who ask lord chaitanya to pick flowers so guru maharaj addressed this uh, uh years ago in one of the lectures about about Govardhan Hill and Lord Chaitanya's experience there, but it's curious to me that Lord Chaitanya is trying to attain the mood of Srimati Radharani, but when he goes into trance at Govardhan, at the Jataka Parvata, believing it to be Govardhan Hill, he, um, he's asked by some other gopis to pick flowers for Radha and Krishna, and he sees Radha and Krishna enter that Govardhan Hill. So he's not, he's in a, in his um, so he's approaching this mood of the Manjaris um, and not approaching the mood of Srimati Radharani in that instance. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about that interesting detail. So uh, that's a, I think that's my, my question for Guru Maharaj for tomorrow. So maybe, maybe I'll get up the nerve and ask. So really nice to be with all of you. Thank you for your patience and hearing me read all these verses. So nice to see all of you. Hope you guys have a great day. Hare Krishna. Sriman Kanaram Prabhu Ki Jai. Jai.